Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of ActorCast, the podcast that broadcasts the insight, advice, and work of entertainment industry experts. I am your host, Patrick McAndrew, and for today's episode, we are talking with none other than Penny Templeton of Penny Templeton Studios. If you've been listening to ActorCast, you might recognize the name, and that is because Penny joined us for an episode last season of ActorCast. She was one of our guests in season one, and in that episode, I highly recommend going and checking that out. We talked about a wide variety of different great things in that episode. We talked about Penny's background and her story and how she ended up becoming an acting coach. We talked about the specifics of the craft of acting, how we can develop our craft in such a fast-paced world of today. We also discussed the most important skill an actor should develop in their careers, and we talk about Penny's amazing book, Acting Lions. So if you have not listened to her first episode of ActorCast, just scroll down in your podcast app and check it out. I highly recommend it. So what are we talking about in this episode today? Well, Penny is going to walk us through how she teaches artistry online. We are now living in a post-pandemic world, and so Penny talks with us what actors should be doing today in the day and age in which we're living to best prepare for their careers. She also talks with us about how online learning improves the ways in which actors can learn their crafts and how online learning does that. Penny also talks with us about how actors can use the online medium effectively in order to enhance our artistry. This is a great conversation and a wonderful continuation of the last time that we had Penny on our show. If you like this episode, head to actorcast.fm and please leave us a review. Leaving a review will really help us in spreading the message of this show, in spreading awareness about this show, and helping out your fellow actors. So head to actorcast.fm and leave us a review after you listen to this episode. So without further ado, let me please introduce our guest for episode 44 of ActorCast, Penny Templeton. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the ActorCast. Today, we have a familiar face joining us. We are joined by Penny Templeton. Penny, thank you so much for joining us again on the ActorCast. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited to have you back on the show. You joined us in the first season of uh, this podcast. And in that conversation, we talked a lot about your background, how you came to be an acting coach, We also talked about just some of your philosophies and ideas behind the craft of acting and and what actors can be doing in their careers that uh, really help develop their craft. And so 
I'm very excited for our conversation today because we're specifically talking about a lot of what we talked about in the last episode, but specifically talking about working in the online medium and specifically how we can develop our artistry in the online space, just because so much of our industry is working on Zoom and in different online platforms. And so I'm wondering, maybe just to start off, you know, sharing with our listeners, how can actors develop their artistry solely online? Well, it's all part of the same thing, but specific differences, just like if you're a dancer, you know, ballet is very different from tap, but they all have a lot in common. And that's why I believe actors should know how to do theater, film, and television. And especially theater is a very difficult thing to do online. And it was very interesting when we decided, okay, we're going to go completely online because everything was shutting down. We were preparing for it. And all of a sudden it was there. And all of a sudden, instead of having one person at a time that I was coaching online, it was the whole class. Wow. And we did it once, once or twice before when the, we had the flood uh, that came into New York. We had actors that were um, going online. It wasn't Zoom, it was on Skype. And so they could participate in the class from there, you know, wherever they lived. And then when they would travel, they would participate paid because they already had the, you know, understood the technique of it, the technical aspect of it also. And then 9-11 again. So we've used it at times, but not every single class. So they were nervous. I was like, oh boy, <laughs> this is exciting because I've always wanted to teach classes online. And uh, one of my dear friends, Sam Schwa, who was a wonderful dialect coach, used to teach, in, teach to Canada. And he would put a different a mic on each individual um, actor and then work with them. And I was always so envious of it because he enjoyed it. But here I would have a full class. So once Zoom came along and Skype and we had sort of the Brady Bunch squares, you know, <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, it's coming. How do we do it? And in fact, I, we had done it in the late 90s. We had someone, someone actually set up for online, but it wasn't ready. No one was ready for it. The first online class I had was to the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when this started, the actors were, were all like, oh my goodness, you know, um, I want to be in a room with other people. And, and you know, this is just going to be filmed on Zoom and how are we going to do it? And I was like, Let's just relax, let's just breathe. Let's just figure this out. Because I knew that this is gonna be something for the future. The pandemic brought it faster, but I always knew it was coming. So what I wanted them to look at was, how are you going to make that transition? Let's figure it out. And we thought probably a lot of actors wouldn't participate, they all did. They, were, they said, we want to learn and deepen our craft so that when this pandemic is over, we will understand it. Little did we know it was going to take this long. So they started out, as I said, they missed their compadres, you know, in class. And I said, listen, 
let's just take a look at your space. That's your stage now. So somewhere in a basement, somewhere in a bedroom, somewhere in a living room. One was on a bed because he rented a bed. And uh, I said, let's figure that out. So I had them explore their space and fill the, the square, fill the rectangle and see if they could start to get used to it as if they were on a stage. And what I told them was, a stage is a room in a way, wherever we do our acting comes into rooms and we are in a room now. A room is a room is a room. The future is about how you bring your craft to that room. So a lot of actors will say, I hate being on Zoom. I don't, you know, I've done Zoom and I'm like, well, how have you done Zoom? Well, I did a class, you did a class on Zoom, but that's not the craft of Zoom. The craft of Zoom is figuring this out. And how do I fill that? So that's where we started. In fact, the first play that we did, Mercy Street, we did a scene for Mercy, Mercy Street, we did on stage, the stage of Zoom. And I directed them as if they were on a stage to see how we could figure it out in the eye lines. And it was a challenge and how they could sweep and use their spaces. We had Jeffrey Dreisbach from Pat McCorkle came in to the end to look at their work. And he's a theater actor also. And he's, he was excited about figuring it out on Zoom. So we had a lot of fun together working with the actors. And so that's where we started. And then we did green screen on Zoom. And that was exciting because on Zoom, you can put all these fabulous backdrops. When we were in our theater, you know, we had the stage draped in green and we were doing a lot of physical work to make this come about. But all of a sudden, you know, oh, we can do backdrops. And so we would choose these great backdrops that would look like stage things or film or television. And so the actors could then practice their craft looking like they're in the actual environment that they'll be acting in. And that was fun. And one funny story is uh, we were working on Shakespeare in Love and my husband Hank had chosen a beautiful backdrop of Venice at twilight and there's the gondola and one of my students, uh, Scott, is you know playing the lead male role. And I said, now, Scott, when this is over, you get out of the gondola and go up to the castle. And he said, I can't, Penny. And I said, what do you mean you can't? He said, I'm on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> so that what we did was, but then we made it work. You know, he ducked like this and, and went off in a different direction. So a lot of challenges came to us and we would have to figure them out and we all put it together. And I had one actor, he was in a kitchen but he had a hallway next to him. And I said, oh Mateen, you sweep up that hallway. And he said, I'm in my kitchen. No one's gonna see it. I said, yes they are. And it's gonna make your room look huge. Because when you go to the back of your of that room, it's going to look as if the whole room was that size. Yeah. So we just kept working at it. And then we were also working on the acting because sensory and great substitutions for things in your life. So that you're coming from a real place and filling that frame is fun. How do you fill it for comedy? How do you film it for drama? How far can you go? 
And I was very interested in looking at other Zoom productions of theater and also All Rise, their last episode of the first season. They thought they were, gonna, they were just gonna shut down because of COVID. And then the director and producer said, no, we're gonna Zoom in. And watching those actors and how they evolved was such a gift because now I was teaching all of the actors that were learning it at the same time. So I kept looking for things that would inspire them. So green skiing definitely inspired them and talking about the craft of Zoom. But then I thought they need to have something that they can really work on that just transcends them. So originally I thought of the Spoon River anthologies, which Wynne Handman, my teacher, we worked with them uh, when we wanted to bring something in in between a scene, we would work on the characters. And these are great characters. And I thought, oh, Spoon River Anthology. And then I went, wait a minute. Spoon River Anthology is about people who have died in the early, early part of the century and then come back to life and what they would say to the world. And some of them are funny and some of them are sad. And I thought, wait a minute, we're in the middle of that now. We're in the middle of a plague. So I got all the actors together on Zoom, all the Brady bunch, and I said, listen, we have a challenge and this is gonna be for you. We're all gonna do this together. Um, we're going to do the pandemic anthology speaking from the grave. And they're all like, ooh. And I said, and you're going to write your own character. Oh, really, how do I do that? I said, well, think about it, think about what you would want to say to the world and create a character. And so they all went off you know, by themselves. And then uh, we worked for a month on the, the uh, monologues and they would you know, bring them in and they were so inspired. I just kind of sat back and tweaked <laughs> in most cases. <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is great fun. And this is really helping us to understand you know, how to use this new technique. So they brought in each of their anthologies and they were all completely different from each other. And my husband, Hank, put in these beautiful backdrops and you actually uh, were host for us when we presented them online, right? And uh, they're so inspired by what they did that a lot of them are now writing. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. I I'm sure it's been amazing to see the evolution of it all since the pandemic first started. And to go off what you were saying before, I love how you talk about Zoom as a medium for acting as well, the craft of Zoom, that it's not just taking acting classes online and then on applying Zoom. it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's completely different. It's it's amazing. Yeah. I, I love how you put it that way. How how do you believe actors have I guess, I guess to reframe that question, how do you believe on learning acting online has improved your students' acting? It has because um, there's no distractions. And also there's no distractions because we're all in a room together and we're all looking at each other's minds. And so in, in a live class, you know, actors are thinking other things, they're watching what their other friends are doing, you know, and they're doing the acting. But on Zoom, it's really much more concentrated. 
as far as what they can all learn together. So Hank and I started to feel that immediately. But one of the things that I wanted to work on was getting the energy across to the audience. Because here's a square, but what do you do with your energy? Especially when they were side by side. So I would tell him, don't think of the end of, the, of this box as the end. So one would be in one box, one would be in the other. I'd say, send your energy over to each other. So they started to do that and it took a while. But after a couple of months, all of a sudden one night, I felt it and I went, oh my God, it just happened. And we all saw it. So then they all started working at sending their energy across. And I said, not even across to each other, but out, you know, out to the audience when you're, when you're auditioning. So you're auditioning on Zoom, you're doing the scene, but you've also got to send that energy out. Just like when we see a movie in the theater, there's energy there. Why can't we find that energy on Zoom? That was my question. And we did. And we did a lot of sensory work where they would work on bringing up the emotional feelings so that when they were performing, they were just there. Another thing we've been working on lately is the planes of the face. You know, it's not just your body moving. And as Hank says, every movement in space is blocking. But it's what you do, especially for film. Film is about the soul. TV is more, uh, we have theater, which is, you know, I say it's the red ball of emotion that you you (laughs) have rehearsals. And if you don't have rehearsals, you have to figure it out yourself to get it out to the audience, but it has to be connected. And then television has a lot of theater aspects to it, especially if you have an audience or, um, and you can move more, but movement has to be for a reason so you're not all over the place so we would work on different aspects of that and then film you're projected in a dark room on a huge screen so there's a huge difference between theater and television and zoom energy wise if you're projecting it for film unless it's a comedy and and the the frame is back open, much more open, you can move more. But if it's right here, this is your stage. So we started working on that. You know, what am I, what am I saying? And how, how physically am I showing that through what I do, not with my face, but with my soul and my brain. And if we watch certain actors, like we watched Steve McQueen in a movie, because I was blown away by how he used his, his energy and it was just alive and his sensory and his thoughts and you know where his thoughts move to. So we would be inspired by watching different actors. We did a whole month on Hitchcock movies. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a wow. And I even put some of the music in. <laughs> and we watched a scene with, uh, I think it was Suspicion, uh, with, it might have been notorious, with Ingrid Bergman and Cary Grant at the racetrack. And they all did the same scene. They didn't see them until after they had done that scene. They all did the scene and they're all different recipes, you know. And then we watched them 
do the scene and learned from them how they used the frame and their energy and how they brought themselves to it. So, something that you were saying about, you know, how how actors could learn and grow in their craft with learning on Zoom. I, I think that focus that you were talking about is such a huge element because, yeah, when you're in class in person, there's you're surrounded by other people. It's easy for your you know mind to kind of wander a little bit because there's so much else going on in the room. Now, when a student you know, they're, they're taking a class on Zoom, they're learning the Zoom medium, and then they go out, whether it's performing in theater or maybe they're going out on set for a film or, or a television show. Do you think that through learning on Zoom, it's the focus that they have that is probably the most uh, crucial thing that they learn in the Zoom medium that they could then take with them outside? Or is it some additional aspects as well? Well, you know, it's, it's all connected. And I always say theater is the base. You know, most of your great film actors have performed theater. And that's one reason why Australians and, and the Brits um, have done a lot of theater. And, and so they can, they've learned how to make that exchange of energy through the mediums. But one of the things I'm so happy about is the characters are coming back. We just watched Licorice Pizza last night and I'm like oh, oh my nice. god characters are back you know and uh, for a long while it was like you know calm it down, be in the moment you know it's moment to moment but you can also do that with great characters and I love to see theatrical things that are not over the top but really grounded and just um, take us to another plane so I think that zoom will always be here in some form, just like television came into being and everyone was like, oh, it's not theater, it's not this, it's not that. But look where we are now with television. Oh yeah, we're like in the golden age of Golden of age, so right yeah. Zoom is just, you know, I'm like, where's it gonna go next? You know, I'm waiting for Zoom to Zoom where we can Zoom in and Zoom out you know, so that I could do close-ups. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Actually, Zoom on Zoom. Come on, Zoom. Help us, give us the tools to do that, you know, where we could move with the actors like a, like an actual camera would. Yeah. But oh, the actors yeah. have to feel that. And that's a challenge, which, you know, if there's such challenges today, I feel sorry for actors because they don't have the time like I had when I was performing and, and working in the theater or film or TV. So they have to try and go as deeply as they can with a very short amount of time. So it's important for them outside of that to be working on great characters. You know, like we did Antigone. Everybody did the same scene from Antigone. And then I had the wonderful Andrea Haring who has done a lot of Shakespeare and the Greeks through Columbia and then she was with Kristen Linklater. She was partners with Kristen Linklater and she came in and worked with them on their voices. And, but everything was filmed, you know, on Zoom. It still had to be connected and the voices still had to be appropriate. And that work that we did on those great characters, I've seen that work and recognized that kind of energy in different things that they've done. Like, oh, there's your Greek theater. 
So it's important to work on the greatest characters ever written, Shakespeare and Greeks, and, and to explore and to be able to bring that to your work, to make it a part of yourself. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that an important aspect of learning to work online and to be well-versed in the Zoom medium is the, the subject of self-tapes and auditions. Because so much, if not, I would say 99.99% of auditions happen online now. And no, no matter what it's for. First it's auditions for, are always, on, generally always online. Yeah, yeah. And generally, so- yeah. And, and so it's, it's just amazing how much of the, the audition process takes place online now. I don't think of it as online. It's in your nest. Yeah, yeah. Which gives you a lot of, you know, you can, like when you are filming in your own space, you're comfortable in that space. And, and when you get really comfortable with all the different things you can do in the frame, not to be gimmicky, but I mean, just to understand your frame, it's a huge advantage. Also, if you're in a, in a living room or something where you can create the environment of what you're auditioning for, they allow that. You know, as some, as some of my favorite casting directors have said, we get all kinds of tapes now, but it has to be grounded. You know, it has to have a journey you know, you have to show your authenticity. All those values are the same, but you're in charge of it. Now, when I was acting, you know, we were really directed in most cases. And if you weren't, you'd be like hysterical. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the director's not giving me any direction, you know. But nowadays, it's an advantage because if you know what you're doing, if you can get ahead of all the technical aspects and already have really learned them, then it just becomes a part of your craft. Yeah. So um, in fact, I had one actress, it was very exciting because she called me, she had an audition for the iconic role of Josephine Baker. And I thought, wow, she's perfect for this. She said, Penny, I really want to work on this. I've been reading all about her and I don't, she, downloaded clips and films and sent them to me but it was had to be a self-tape they didn't see them in person for the first so uh, we worked on zoom and uh, she actually dressed like uh, Josephine Baker she had a lovely it was like a black spangled dress and but we had done all the homework on the on the character and uh, and I said oh you need white gloves she sent her boyfriend out and he bought in white gloves but she wanted to get Josephine and it was one scene, which was great. So we really did all that deep digging work. And then we, you know, blocked the frame. And she has a thing where she says, oh, I'm going stage right because that's my good side, you know? And we had the, <laughs> the plane of the face, you know? And just put it all together and had a lot of fun doing it. And she got a call and she thought it was the callback. And her manager said, no, you got the role. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not amazing. Even, not even not even a callback. And this is a, a show, The, the Harmonists, and it's going to be uh, at the Folksbine Theater and Barry uh, Manilow is producing and Warren uh, Carlisle from The Music Man is directing and choreographing it. Wow. And, 
this, you know, and so she came into this world of artists, but I always say to actors, don't be afraid if you're new in that world, you know, they, they recognize themselves in you because they were once new, but there's something that's, that's completely true that Hank and I find with our actors, the ones that work, work. And I always say the ones that work in a smart way work. Because <laughs> some actors will work all just on one technique. I'm like, come on, you want all the great techniques. Yeah. You know? So she's, Anna Hoffman is a worker and she loves the work of it. And she's still, you know, she's been weeks in rehearsal, still working, working, working on it. So that's what gives many artists a career because you can be talented, but if you're not driven to do acting, you know, it can be disheartening because it's not really your joy. But if it's your joy and you're driven, you don't need as much talent because you'll fill it out, you'll figure it out. We've had many actors in that situation. One actress I'm so proud of because she had some neurological challenges and that was years ago, but now she's she's doing so many plays and movies right now. Wow! I'm just we're just thrilled for her, and all the actors in class were one community. And I, you know, I saw her coming up and coming up and come. We, you know, we all we all were a part of her growth. You know, oh, there's one thing I wanted to say though for theater actors that are filming self tapes, and this is one of the things I big things I worked with Anna on was you do not project. The challenge is they need to see that you're a theater actor, but if you project, it's too much because you're being filmed. Yeah, that's that's so important, yeah. So, and I learned that because we were doing a, a role about, a, about um, a stable, there was a stable and a horse in it and the, the horse was way back. And so I had the actor create the energy but it was too loud. And I said, no, just, just like we're talking now, like the camera's 12 inches away from you. And that's when I learned to use that for theater. So I said to Anna, don't project like you're on stage, keep the voice, you know, controlled to this point or pull it in. But this is, don't be afraid to make a big gesture. So we did, we, cause Josephine Baker was a huge star. And so we had to put that, find that stardom in that, in that frame. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing hearing this story just because it, it's taken like where we're evolving as an industry with doing so much work online and being able to tailor those skill sets and to really learn, as, as you were saying, the medium that we're working in, and then being able to apply it to whatever medium we're working in. A room <laughs> you know? is a room is a room. Exactly. I mean, yeah. We're all wearing watches now that are computers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in a watch. It's going to be, there's going to be, you know, a little brain thing and you're not, you're going to know all your lines. I mean, it get, there's some good things about it too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So with all that said, I'm wondering, wh what do you believe actors should be doing today 
in a uh, post-pandemic world to, to best prepare for their careers moving forward? Yeah, there's a big, there's a big challenge because there's so much negativity among the acting world about Zoom. And like anything, I always say to the actors, don't miss this wave. It's not even a wave, it's here. Be open. Just because it's called Zoom doesn't mean it's not a craft. So I work with them, for instance, when they audition for pilots, they have long scenes, they get them the night before. I mean, it's like, I don't know how they do it. So I thought, okay, well, we gotta get ahead of this. So that's when I started pilot classes. And we would start with four pages, six pages, eight pages, 12 pages, 14 pages. Originally, the first year I had 16 pages, but I couldn't staple them. <laughs> oh, wow. I, said, wow. I can't staple the pages together. <laughs> but they, you know, I said, listen, we're going to do this. And you, and not just memorizing, they had to go break it down, substitutions, a journey, colors, connect it. And the way any other actor who auditions for, for television has to do. So they, we started the first year and we were all, oh my God, oh my God, two more pages. But then they got used to it. And now we've been doing, I've been doing it, I don't know, five, six years. And the actors from the following, they all take that class because at the, I always say, you're going to hate me in the beginning <laughs> and you're going to love me at the end because it gives them so much power through the year because they can have fun. They get the scripts, it's no big deal. And as Hank says, don't memorize it, learn the scene. Don't memorize it to start. And so it's, that's one of the big challenges is that they have so little time. How do you integrate it into your artistry? Because there's a lot of very surfacey acting and it is possible, but you have to work on it at home. And those of you that are actors, if you want to get a television series or be in film, you have to do it. So if you want to be in film, do student films. You know, don't take roles that are good for you, but the, get out there. I had one actor who said, I don't want to join SAG until I am at their level. So he went out and did a lot of material, did a lot of things until he felt he was ready. And then it just came to him. So you have to earn it, you know? And also use your time well. You have to look for the empty spaces in your life. So if you're on the subway platform, you know, you've got a cell phone, dictate something into the cell phone and then play it back. Can you understand every word? Think sensory, think different feelings, watch people and see how they, you know, we are artists because we have to reflect what's going on in our world. And this is your time. And now um, with Ukraine, I mean, just when everything happened, you know, the plague, COVID, and then, you know, a variant, and now there's another variant swimming around. And then Ukraine, I mean, I mean, how can we take anymore, you know? Yeah. But your job is to take that and figure it out and bring it to the world, your truth. And someone sent me, um, she's a singer, 
she's going to be doing a, a, a podcast soon. And she wrote a song and she sent it to me and she said, I want to know what you're going to think about this song. And it, to me, it was the Ukraine and what that whole, and I went, oh my God, this is amazing. This is exactly what we're here for, is to show the truth. Right. That's right. what artistry does. It shows the truth. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is so important. This is so important. I hope our listeners who are tuning in are really taking this to heart and, and are able to take everything that you've said today and apply it and to, to activate it into their careers. I yeah, There's one thing I want to add too. One of the things that has evolved in the classes because, you know, they wanted to be together. And I said, well, we can get together a couple of times a year or we could do, you know, we can do a play and then maybe the, the, the last week we can, you know, do it in a theater, but it hasn't worked out so far. But the one thing that's evolved is when class is over, it's not over. It's community time. And that just started happening where we'd all just start talking about how are you? What are you doing? You know, as if we were out someplace together. So that's become a part of our classes now because that part needs to be filled. Yeah. And, and now we're so used to it. Like we don't think about, oh, I'm on Zoom. We just start talking. You know, and uh, even actors that were very uncomfortable with it, they're all there. You know, we spend a good half hour voices. The other night, they went, Penny, do you realize we've been talking till 11 o'clock? I said, I know, I guess we better go. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's just the community is so important for all of you now because everyone's so lonely and alone with their feelings. And so we need to be able to connect. That part of it's very true. Penny, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to join us on the ActorCast and, and not only for taking the time, but I also just really appreciate all the work that you're doing for, for actors out there. I could tell that you you have a deep passion for the work that you do and and for helping actors realize their artistry as well in the work that they do. And so uh, I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to have you back on the actor cast and, and share your take on just what it means to develop our artistry online. Before we head out, I'm just wondering if you could share with our listeners where they could find out more information about you and your work, as well as uh, where they could find your amazing book, Acting Lions. Oh, yeah. The book that took me four years to write, <laughs> still living. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, well, the um, drama bookshop, we always advise people to go to the drama bookshop because we're great supporters of the drama bookshop. And it's also available, you know, if you Google it, it's, you know, on online. We also have copies from, from our studio if you go on our website. It's called Acting Lions and it's broken into three sections artistry, techniques, and the business. And uh, yeah, it's all part of it, yeah. And I just wanted to say, if they're interested in seeing harmonists, maybe I can give you the information, you could post it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah feel free to send it my way and I could include it in the show notes for this I episode. Great, I think that'd be great. Our studio is, um, we're teaching an advanced on camera class in the middle of April. Hank teaches a great script analysis class. I call it the treasure hunting class. And my master classes are small and 
very passionate driven actors. So it's great. It really is. So I hope for all of you that you find your niche where you can still move yourself forward and find your passion, you know, and not get let not get upset about what's going on, but just find where, you know, if you don't do what you love to do, it burns in your heart. And this is the time to do it. I mean, I can't remember since Vietnam, a time like this, even Vietnam doesn't come close to what we're all going through now, you know, and Patrick, what you do is so wonderful. You're always so generous and passionate about what you do. And we need that, you know, we need voices out there. Oh, thank you so much, Penny. I appreciate that. Uh, And, and so to, if they're interested in, in your classes or learning more about you, it's, it's pennytempletonstudio.com, correct? Yeah. Yes. Great. Do you have any parting words of advice for our actors before officially signing off? One aspect of what we were talking about is get ahead of the game, everybody. Don't, don't stay back because especially like the tech, technical aspects, you know, a lot of people are auditioning and they don't have the prop. It's not that expensive to set up a good technical backdrop, but it, sound is the most important thing. And, and then you need green screen. And so start learning that now. Uh, we teach the craft of uh, green screen also in our advanced on camera class. It's very important that you get the knowledge that you need. Because if you're saying, oh, I don't want to do it. I want to, you know, and then all of a sudden you're going to be, oh, I need to do it. You know, and I'll never forget Judy Henderson, the casting director, when we, I invited her for, um, to come and critique the actors. And um, she said, but I'm not on Zoom. And I said, that's okay. You know, Hank and I'll talk you through Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she said, oh my goodness. So I can talk to actors in their space. I said, yes. And she just, she took off. Oh, that's great. Amazing, yeah. So we talk often with Judy on on Zoom too. You know, acting teachers connecting, it's important. For us too. Well, Penny, this is this has been great. It, we're leaving our listeners with so much valuable information that they could take with thank them. You. So thank you so much again for joining us on the show. You're so welcome. I'll talk to you soon, Patrick. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of ActorCast. You can head to actorcast.fm and leave us a review to let us know what you thought of this episode. If you haven't already done so, sign up for our newsletter to get the latest and greatest information on upcoming guests, showcases, and much more. I look forward to catching you all in the next episode, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out and create.